Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. On the radio, 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, John Cobell's show on demand. Uh, tomorrow at 10 in the morning, what are you doing? You ought to be watching uh, the Deborah Cobell Live podcast because I'm going to be on it. My wife's going to interview me on the history of the John and Ken show. It's about an hour at 10 o'clock. It's on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Just search for Deborah Cobell Live. And uh, that's where you can see it. And it'll be recorded. You could uh, watch it uh, after that forever. And uh, do that. 10 o'clock tomorrow, Deborah Cobalt Live. And you'll uh, see me and her talking about the whole uh, history of uh, the infamous John and Ken show. Uh, Now, yesterday at this time, we were telling you that one of Jeffrey Epstein's girls had gone public a few years. Well, news broke yesterday that a few years ago, this woman... Uh, Sarah Ransom had uh, told a reporter through a series of emails that there are definitely videotapes of various well-known people having sex with these underage girls. And one of them was Bill Clinton. We'll get to that in a moment. But that that was in the news big time yesterday. 
All right, that there was there was definitive video. You could see his face having sex with a teenage girl. Um, today, the New York Post has this story: Bill Clinton spotted palling around with guess who? Gavin Newsom. They're at a Mexican resort yesterday, a luxurious Mexican resort, the Four Seasons in Tamarindo, Mexico. And there's photos of this as well. Clinton was wearing a multicolored short sleeve shirt and a pair of blue shorts, carrying a Panama hat. He was lounging in the back of a golf cart with his legs crossed. They should be nailed shut. Good Lord. And uh, in the front of the cart was uh, Newsom and his, uh, his wife, uh, Jennifer Seibel. So that's who Gavin Newsom and the wife was hanging out with. Now, they used to hang out with Harvey Weinstein. Now they're hanging out with Clinton. <laughs> nice set of friends the Newsoms have, huh? Jeez. If they ever call and want your teenage daughter to join them, I wouldn't. Uh, so they were sitting in front of the cart, and nobody knows if Hillary was there. Bill was in a villa that could only be reached by a private footpath, and the Secret Service was guarding that path so nobody can get anywhere near it. Which uh, leads me to a trio of stories about Epstein. I'm going to talk about Sarah Ransom again. Because yesterday, it came out that among all the documents being dumped were uh, a series of emails that Sarah Ransom had uh, exchanged with a uh, New York Post reporter at the time named Maureen Callahan. Where she went into detail about uh, the sex videos that Epstein had uh, recorded of uh, Clinton and the girls and some other celebrities as well. Uh, Richard Branson and uh, Prince Andrew. And those emails are from 2016. And in subsequent interviews a few years back, Ransom had retracted the story, which I always think is an interesting word, uh, what retract means. And her excuse was, well, this is just going to basically this is gonna cause me a lot of trouble and there's threats and I don't want to deal with it. So retracting doesn't mean, hey, I made up the story. It wasn't true. Retracting means uh, just pretend you didn't hear it. Well, she changed her mind again, and she went on British TV on a morning show this week, and she's back to her original story. Um, she says she, she took back the allegations because her family was threatened by Ghislaine Maxwell and others. And then she went on Good Morning Britain Tuesday morning and said it's no secret that the alleged tapes were made. There's videos that exist that people know that people know they exist. I'm sure they're very frightened of them being released. Now, you might be thinking, well, Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, maybe they destroyed all these videos or somebody destroyed them for him. Apparently, one of the girls who had sex with Epstein's celebrities, she got copies of the tapes and she's holding on to them. And that's where Ransom is getting all, all the information. Um, and the FBI supposedly has hundreds of items of evidence. And she's calling on the FBI to release all this. Uh, Maxwell, I didn't know this. She once appeared on 60 Minutes and slipped up. And when she was asked about the tapes, she said, I don't know where they are. Not that. They don't exist. No such thing. I don't know where they are. 
This is, of course, uh, the ransom, uh, the woman who said uh, uh, that Trump had sex with many girls, including one of their friends. Uh, boy, they could find this woman. Then she's got the mother load. You imagine a, a leaked sex tape showing Bill Clinton. You know, the thing is, he's such a sociopath, he's not even going to care. I mean, he's got nothing to lose anymore. Uh, he all, She also says that uh, Clinton and Al Gore were both wandering around pedophile island. Al Gore! And that's not that shocking, because you remember Al Gore uh, ended up with that uh, in a scandal with a masseuse in Oregon? He was, she, he was getting massages some years ago, and... Uh, there were some allegations from the masseuse. And shortly after that story, uh, he got divorced from his wife. So he's got a suspicious history as well. Is this all they do? You wonder why the country is, is so is so badly run. I mean, Clinton, Gore, and Trump. Uh, they've also implicated the uh, the billionaire, Les Wexner. He, he ran Victoria's Secret. And apparently he had all the girls, and he's the one who made Jeffrey Epstein rich. Epstein handled a lot of his money dealings and investments. And so that's, so I guess the deal was Epstein got rich off Les Wexner. Wexner, in turn, got unlimited teenage girls. Another woman, Virginia Jeffrey, who had the original lawsuit, said she had sex uh, with uh, not only Prince Andrew, but another foreign royal. She doesn't know the name, but she was in the south of France with him. And uh, he spoke English, but he also spoke another foreign language. I was introduced to him as a prince. And Jeffrey is the one who saw Clinton, Al Gore, and Heidi Klum on the island as well. That's was some island. So this, uh, these tapes have been coming out now for about uh, for about five days, and every day gets better and better. And uh, Clinton uh, leaves the country and uh, goes to visit Gavin Newsom at a Mexican resort. And remember, his wife was uh, a little bit involved with Weinstein. Hmm. Uh, you can judge people by their company. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. I, I can't get enough of these these uh, stories. Well, this this is just boob world. You know, the government's mandating electric vehicles. They've done this in Oslo, Norway. Uh, they now have uh, they now have electric buses. And uh, this is the first winter. With an almost all-electric fleet. And you may have heard that electric cars and buses don't work very well when it's cold. Well, the average temperature in Oslo this time of year is 25 degrees. It rarely gets uh, more than a couple of de degrees above freezing. At night, the low is in the upper teens. So every day, day after day, the weather is pretty cold. And... Uh, here, here, the uh, the report out of Oslo is a thousand bus departures have been canceled because the electric buses don't work. Uh, the company 
that's responsible for operating the buses is asking for patience while we learn to cope with the energy transition. See, they had all diesel buses in Oslo, but diesel is bad. And electric is good, except diesel buses took you home. Electric buses leave you stranded in the cold. What's what's the phrase while while we they want patience while we learn to cope? So what are you supposed to do? They got you out of the car. They promised you a bus ride. Their stupid electric bus doesn't work. And it's not going to work because they don't work in cold weather, which is all you get in Oslo this time of year. So what's the patient you're supposed to stand there? How long till you freeze stiff and die? By the way, Oslo going all electric with their buses is going to have no effect on the climate. None. Zero. Uh-uh. It's a total waste of time and great discomfort if you're a Norwegian stuck. Although considering, you know, the way people are in Norway, everybody's probably just nodding politely and saying, well, Yes, this is my part that I have to contribute a little bit of suffering for the good for the good of the planet. Except you're going to freeze to death and become compost. Um, as as Andrew Stutterford writes in the National Review, one of the benchmarks of human progress over the centuries has been our increased resilience in the face of unfavorable weather conditions. So far, the electrification of the Oslo's bus fleet has reduced that resilience. This is, this is not progress. This is just stupid. This is, again, I, I talked earlier about the, the, the crazed fanatical zealotry of these progressives. All their ideas suck. They really suck. You know, you, you stop prosecuting drug crimes, you get thousands of drug addicts dying in the street. That's all you get. You stop prosecuting criminals, you get... You get hundreds of burglaries and, and break-ins. You start turning your bus fleet into uh, electric buses, and you get people standing around in the cold with no way to get home. These ideas all suck. They don't work. They make everything worse. Um, the uh, Apparently, <laughs> because they're expecting more problems uh, tomorrow and the day after that, maybe endlessly. I don't know how they're going to get around this. So the, the company, Rutler, is deploying a number of diesel-powered emergency buses. These were the buses in regular service un until January 1st. And now it's uh, January 8th and they're back. So the electric bus experiment lasted eight days. Oh, and the diesel buses are working. They're actually picking up the bus passengers from, from the bus stops. Now, they encourage you to take buses because then you won't drive your car, right? Cars are bad because they, they're run on gasoline. So go take a bus. Well, except the electric buses don't run. Uh, go, go get a bike, I guess. You know, it's really fun biking when it's 25 degrees out. I just don't, I don't understand. Um, you're you're going to hear, you're going to, these stories are coming out from all over the Northern lands. This is, this is uh, what, what I am reading is that people now in the, because, because a lot of people experimented and bought their electric car this year here in America. 
they're enjoying their first winter with an electric car. And, and it's not happening because the, 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 battery, the battery is pretty low after sitting there overnight. And then as you're driving, the range drops dramatically. Um, and all you can do is drive your gas car. I would never have an, only an electric car in, in the house. No way. Do you imagine if there's an actual, some, some kind of an evacuation emergency? Has anybody thought this through? You know, when you have these, these massive fire evacuations and you have jam-ups and people are, are stuck in traffic for, you know, 10, 12 hours. What are you doing in an electric car? You can't evacuate in an electric car. That's impossible in heavy traffic. People leave hurricane sites. What the hell? We're all going to die. All this progressive nonsense, we're all going to die. That's what's going to happen. All right, more coming up. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We had a conversation with Mark Krikorian from the Center for Immigration Studies on the uh, Mexican president uh, trying to blackmail the Biden administration uh, on uh, refusing to help uh, stop the flow of illegal migrants 
unless uh, we send billions of dollars worth of money to all these Central American communist socialist countries. And unless we uh, give 10 million uh, migrants amnesty, all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, so we talked with Mark on that. We also had Andy Field on for NBC News talking about how it looks like there's a, a lot of bolts missing and a lot of door plugs in a number of Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets that United and Alaska Air have grounded. Uh, there's a lot of loose bolts. This could have happened uh, quite a few times. Um, we just told you about the, the stupid uh, electrification craze going on in Oslo, Norway. Uh, on the 1st of January, they went with all electric buses and they've had to cancel a thousand bus departures because the electric buses don't work in cold weather. And this is Norway and it's January and the average temperature is 25 degrees. So the buses don't start. And now they've, uh, they're, they're pulling out their diesel buses eight days after they garaged them. Another stupid push has been this fake artificial phony baloney water shortage claim that's been going on for many, many years. And you know the routine. Oh, my God. If you, if you look this up yourselves, you will see that California constantly cycles, Southern California constantly cycles between dry years and wet years. The patterns are not entirely predictable, which is something I want to get into in a minute. But over the years, these progressive freaks, fanatics, zealots have insisted that we are drinking, we are using too much water. Now, basic science is that the same amount of water is always on Earth. We never get more water, we never get less water. It rains, the water flows into the ocean, it evaporates into clouds, the clouds move over land, and it rains. And then the water drains out into the ocean and then evaporates and goes up in the clouds over and over and over again. Same amount of water. And it's just our job when it rains to collect the rain. Now, you don't get the same rain every year. Maybe we get four inches one year. Maybe we get 35 inches. That's the way it works. Every spot on the planet has variable rainfall. California is by nature more extreme. It's a semi-arid climate. It's prone to droughts. There have been droughts that have lasted a couple of hundred years within the research memory that scientists have. Whatever methods they use to try to research past climate changes, they have found, you know, around uh, oh, between the year roughly, I don't know, eight, year 1000 to year 1400, most of that time was, was dry. About, I think, 180 years, there was virtually no rain. And if you notice, they can't predict anything because I think two years ago, well, it was, it was last winter, right? We got socked with a lot of rain. It was one of the wettest, coldest winters that we've had in over 40 years. They had predicted a warmer, drier winter. They were totally wrong. Now, this year was supposed to be this crazy, insane El Nino winter. El Nino is supposed to be the big rain. We had a week. During Christmas, not much before, not much since. 
Not We're still below average. And the prediction was above average. Last year they missed. This year they missed. They claim El, El Nino years are wet. Sometimes they're dry. They claim La Nina years are dry. Sometimes they're wet. They don't know. But this water conservation plan from the state of California is predicting too much dry weather. And what you may not know is that there are there is a a water restriction plan that's quite strict that's supposed to come to California beginning in 2025. In fact, the proposed rules call for more than 400 cities serving 95% of us to meet these strict conservation targets starting next year. And these are so strict that the legislative analyst's office in Sacramento has said too strict, too costly, very hard to achieve, and there's no justification for this. In many cases, there's no justification for these restrictions. In fact, the legislative analyst office told that the state uh, told the state water board that the regulations would set such stringent standards for outdoor use that the water suppliers wouldn't have much wiggle room in complying and the price of water is going to go way up. And with the benefits of these new rules, it's unclear if these benefits will outweigh the costs. And it's just based on they claim that the state's water supply is going to shrink by 10% because of changing weather conditions between now and 2040. How the hell would they know that? There is no possible way any person on the planet could know whether we're going to have 10% more or 10% less water by the year 2040. And we have the freaking Pacific Ocean out there. You just have to build water desalination plants up and down the coast. That's it. You solved the problem. Ten years ago, in 2014, we passed a bill agreeing to borrow $7 billion to create more reservoirs in the state. They've never spent a dollar. And when that comes up in the news, all these officials go, well, there's really no place to put uh, new reservoirs. Well, then why was there a ballot initiative to borrow $7 billion if there's no place to put them? What are they going to be doing with that money? I mean, we've spent about $13 billion on high-speed rail. What if that went into water desalination plants? Do you know a huge amount of water gets flushed into the Pacific Ocean every year? Because we're trying to save those, those stupid uh, the salmon and what's that other fish? I forgot the name of the fish. It's really thin and flimsy and ugly. And, and these, these fanatics are obsessed on the condition of the fish. There's no use for the fish. If it disappeared, it disappeared. It wouldn't matter. But it, instead, well, it says in here, it's a long-term plan to reduce our use of water. Why? Why can't we use as much water as we want to, as much as we need to? We have it. We just have to access it. That's what our tax money should go for. Build the desalination plants. Build the reservoirs. Stop with your stupid guessing game on how much rain's going to fall in the next 15 years. You don't know, and you'll never know. Besides that, us humans 
living in homes with families, we use a tiny amount of water. Most of most of the water is used, I think over 80% of the water is used for farming. Farming. 11% of the water is used to grow almonds. 11% of the water just for almonds. And three quarters of the almonds are shipped to China. So the, the whole thing is a racket and a scam, but everything is about restricting. Don't drive. Don't drive a gas-powered car. Uh you know, we don't we don't have the electricity so you can plug in. Ah, uh, looks like the buses aren't gonna work either. Ah, uh, looks like you're running out of water. What the hell? What's going on? Uh, this nonsense never ends. The intent of the rules, and this passed in 2018, was to make conservation a way of life in California. The rules are already two years behind schedule. They're supposed to take effect in October. But now the analyst office is saying, uh, we shouldn't do this. This is going to cost people a lot of money. And, of course, it's going to hit the poor, the working class, the middle class, the worst, right? Because they don't have any wiggle room in their budget for this nonsense. And it's complete and utter nonsense. I'm sure it benefits somebody politically connected. Can't figure out who yet. All right, more coming up. John Cobelt Show, Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour news. Oh, and it's the Delta smelt. That the was... Delta smelt. Thanks. I know. I couldn't remember either, but a listener just uh, sent it. So Delta smelt. Yeah. Have you seen a picture of the Delta smelt? No. What an ugly little pathetic fish. Okay, well, just because it's, it's ugly doesn't mean no. that we need to wish it. It's you know. too ugly to live. It... You know, there are creatures that are too ugly to live. Oh, no. You've seen people that way. I, you know, well, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying anymore. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Tomorrow at 10 o'clock, if you want to watch uh, me and my wife on her video podcast, it's called Deborah Cobalt Live. She does these uh, every week, all the time. She has her own video podcast show. And I'm going to be on for about an hour, her only guest, uh, to talk about the history of the John and Ken show. So it's 10 o'clock tomorrow night, and you can see it on YouTube or Facebook. You can watch it live, or obviously it'll be recorded, and you could watch it whenever you want. So YouTube and Facebook, 10 o'clock in the morning, Deborah Cobelt live, and I'll be on talking about the history of the John and Ken Show video podcast. So enjoy that if you can. Uh, all right, so we just talked about Gavin Newsom a few minutes ago because there's a a photo of him uh, at some uh, Mexican resort driving uh, – Driving Bill Clinton around in a golf cart. This is uh, just hours after uh, the revelation that one of Epstein's teen, former teenage uh, girlfriends uh, says she knows there are videotapes of Clinton having sex with one of the girls. In fact, that girl has the video. Uh, there's video of uh, her having sex with Clinton. You can see his face. Prince Andrew. In fact, Prince Andrew is mentioned more than 60 times in the new document dump. Uh, <laughs> Prince Andrew and Richard Branson, the billionaire. So Newsom is hanging out with that, uh, that old pervert. Meantime, he's in the news that there's new legislation coming out of Sacramento. He, he's pushing for this to crack down on property crime. But he wants to stop short of having voters... Reconsider Prop 47. 
Wait till, wait till you hear this. It's like they don't want to touch Prop 47. But what are we going to do about all the all the property theft going on? You know, not only stolen stuff from your house, but stolen stuff at all the stores, the smash and grab robberies. It says here the Democrats uh, really have some political issues because uh, everybody in the state's upset by public safety. And... Um, they don't know what to do because they went all in on uh, de-incarcerating everybody. And there's really no other way to stop the crime. If you don't, if there isn't a consequence, you don't throw them in prison. There's nothing else you can do. So everybody, obviously, common sense says you get rid of Prop 47 and you put in some long penalties for repeated property theft and robberies and all that. So Newsom wants to create new categories of crimes targeting, targeting what he calls professional offenders who've stolen property or burglarized vehicles repeatedly and go after the ones who are reselling the goods and for the people who resell large amounts of stolen goods as well. And he wants new crimes to arrest retail thieves and to to make permanent a law that would charge organized retail crime. This is just worded so badly here. I just, I just saw this minutes ago. So he's, she's saying, you know, he has, it's, 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 the legislature obviously is all democratic. It's got a two thirds majority, veto proof majority. So there's nothing you can do. And there's so many stupid progressives who've come up with these stupid ideas that now criminals are obviously running rampant. And Newsom realizes I can't run for president on this. But he, but he can't roll back Prop... You, you have to roll back Prop 47, and you have to put everybody in prison. And you have to put them in prison over and over again for longer and longer periods of time. And then the property crime and the smash and grab robberies, they all go away. There is no other way. There is no other way. I don't know what year the voters realize that. We'll see. Conway's next. Hey, now. Hey, Mark Thompson is here on Tuesday. He's uh, uh, down the hall in the men's room. Uh, Christina Pascucci is coming in. She's running for Senate. We'll uh, talk to her. Brad Meltzer, a very uh, popular author, is coming in as well. Celebrating, or he'll be on the phone, I think. Uh, celebrating a 10th year anniversary with his blockbuster uh, books. And then it was the hottest year. 2023 was the hottest year in the history of, I don't know, the earth. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Says who? Well, Prove I, that. I... Well, I don't know about that, but I got frost warnings for you for tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was 37 on the west side this morning. How to so. keep your pipes from bursting tonight. That's a full segment. Tell these people to suck on it. <laughs> Stupid, phony. John, it's hot. Yeah, I know. You know. That's one of the coldest years I remember in California the last 12 months. It is pretty chilly. But um, somebody, nobody can really explain to me why Venus... Uh, Mars and I think it was Pluto all have record heat. All three of those planets, right? yeah. And it's not just it's not a right wing nut case in you know in uh, you know the South doing it. It's MIT. Oh well, on Venus they only drive diesel cars. <laughs> exactly. So. so we're heating up the universe. Oh look who! Look hey, came speak in. of heating up the universe, Marky T. You, I was literally in a meeting paying you a compliment, Marky T. A meeting, Conway. Oh, yes, thank you, buddy. I, I appreciate. Hey, I, I paid meeting. you a compliment. Oh, didn't I? I think John did. Uh, that would be uh... no. no. <laughs> 
You said he was in the bathroom. Oh, that's right. I said yeah. you're the. Hey, uh, look, if you're in the bathroom as a 60, 55 year old guy, wherever yeah. you are, that's that's. that's you're right. That I can look, still yeah, use. I still have command of my uh, waterworks. That's positive. Right. But I was saying that Tim did a particularly good interview, wow. John. If you heard it. With this presidential candidate, didn't you? Okay, Last yeah, week. yeah, yeah, a guy named Dean Phillips. Yeah, and I, I was just saying, I thought he, you know, you know how Tim comes at it from less <laughs> the political side. He comes yes. at it like, hey, you know, I love Mall of America. You know? <laughs> and then he got the guy talking. It was brilliant. I'm not kidding. It was actually really great. And then he segued like seamlessly into politics. It was very cool, oh, pal. Thank you, very, very right. cool. Maybe there'll be none of that today on Conway Show. Dean Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not. I'm not saying he broke the campaign wide open, but I'm just saying. What's the movie where uh, Peter Sellers walks across the lake at the end? Everyone thinks he's, uh, be is it being, being there? there? Being yeah. there, yeah. Being there. Maybe be at the end of my life. Mm, yeah, walk yeah. across the lake. That'd be impressive. Yeah. All right, Conway's uh, coming up with Thompson. That's, yeah, John. That's Come a, on, that's, John a that's a Jesus Christ reference, by the way, John. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Crusher's got the news. Yeah. I never saw the movie. Oh, you uh, never saw the movie? No. Oh, you got to see Being There. It's great. Yeah, I, I it, guess I fantastic. do. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to give away the ending. John will get right on it. All right. <laughs> I gave away the ending. Crusher's got yeah. the news. That's great. Then yeah. I could maybe, understand what you're talking maybe about. Maybe watch the ending first. Yeah. <laughs> Live in the KFI uh, 24 hour news. <laughs> hey. You've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.